0: Hello and welcome to Greg and Katie's epic movie collection, The Podcast, where we review and discuss movies from our ever-growing collection. My name is Greg.
1: And I'm Katie. Today we'll be discussing the 1989 film, Batman. <laughs> okay, as most of you know, Batman is a vigilante uh, superhero from the DC Comics. Um, his, he's the alter ego of Bruce Wayne, who's a rich philanthropist. This movie is about um, him trying to stop the Joker... And a lot of it has to do with the Joker's origin. Um, we show, we see him fall into a vat and deform his face, um, and then from there he goes crazy and seizes control of uh, Gotham's criminal underworld. And then Batman has to stop the Joker and also protect his identity and love interest. It's a pretty
0: uh pretty basic
1: pretty basic synopsis
0: synopsis for this film. So, yeah, uh, starting with my notes, I am so glad that the 90s trope of having the super long titles at the beginning of the movie that, like, we never come back to, I'm I'm just glad that's gone because that was just, like, is that supposed to be time for people to come back with popcorn late or something (laughs) because nothing was added to the story. It was all the big names who people have known for years was going to be in this movie. I, I just... It's what do you mean
1: huge... like the, the like uh 3d render kind of going around the
0: for some the batman yeah. the un, for whatever reason batman logo carved it. into stone it was long it
1: got me into it though like the the second i heard danny elfman's score i just wanted to like run around well the music was like,
0: great the music yeah. is great but i mean i'm so much waste of time
1: yeah i i immediately though like felt that nostalgia when i heard that score it's like even if you hadn't seen this movie in like years like that score is like instantly recognizable and like instantly like yeah batman (laughs) like Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah definitely i mean the looks uh, the art direction of this movie is great uh gotham itself it's uh definitely you see like metropolis vibes there's I read that there was inspiration from Brazil, that was used for the uh, Brazil the movie, Brazil not the, the movie, country, <laughs> not the country. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it still holds up. I, I would say, especially yeah, the... you know, some of the a lot of the special effects don't. No, and we'll get to those. But the city design is pretty yeah. great. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just wanted to comment on that. Actually, the um, I really liked how this one. I feel like more than any of the other Batman movies, it's like, it feels very much like Gotham. It's very original. It's not like, like, I feel like in the Nolan ones, the newer ones, it's more of like, just like a rebrand of New York City. Like, there's not really like... Yeah, I
0: guess. Yeah, like that... Chicago. Yeah. yeah,
1: but like this, it's like it really very much feels like this is like a comic book universe with like dark, like very dark, and
0: yeah. Uh, the movie opens up with you're following like a couple with their son, and their son is holding a comically large map, where it's like how is how is that large of a map gonna help you <laughs> when you're going down in Gotham? Like you need a uh, you need like an itemized map. There's no way you're using that to know all of the streets of Gotham City. <laughs> and then on top of that, the father, like halfway through, is like, put down that map. People are going to think we're tourists. So it's like, so you're a local and you need that big of a map to get through this city? I didn't understand that. And then I, we were definitely supposed to see the. Uh, it was like an homage to the whole. Yeah, his parents it getting was... killed, but then they ended up showing that scene anyway so i was like so yeah. what was the point of this family that we just followed
1: they're supposed to trick you
0: oh that's right no it's the first time batman appears though yeah and i guess batman just focuses on the petty criminals stealing yeah. like 50 dollars so out of purses when literally this crown is run by the mafia <laughs> like you think yeah. he would start with a bigger fish than like oh i'm just gonna you know hang out in the alleyways
1: yeah yeah and then the uh the special effects of when you first see Batman too, right? Isn't it like, don't you see him like, it's just like a shadow and it's like a weird like stop motion looking thing from like the sky.
0: Oh yeah. Where he's watching them from like a, a, balcony? a balcony or something. Yeah. He's hanging out on a balcony. But
1: like, why couldn't you have just shot that down from the roof of like yeah. him? Like they actually like painted in a weird shadow thing. I
0: think it was supposed to be his cape that they painted in
1: oh but okay. yeah it
0: does not hold up and i heard it just came out in 4k
1: oh, they no. just re-released
0: this in 4k don't do that don't buy that movie in yeah. 4k this is uh <laughs> buy it they... on a buy it on a heavily used vhs this movie will look great i think
1: maybe they redid those scenes
0: i'd hope so because that yeah definitely did not hold up uh okay so shortly after we're introduced to batman we get our first glimpse at billy d williams professional backstabber yes uh i i know that he comes in as uh as Har- i mean he is harvey dent but he's not they don't have two face in Batman no. returns
1: oh mm.
0: i think it's just a is he in there i haven't
1: s- isn't tommy lee jones two face in? that's in
0: the next forever. Trilogy, Batman the forever forever yeah one of those movies but he's not in this yeah no he's not, he's not in the second one as as yeah two-face i had not seen this movie in a while and i was waiting for him to turn but oh really yeah because i I had forgotten whether he had become two-face in this movie but yeah no two-face
1: no he's a good guy
0: yeah he's actually a good guy in this one but i was waiting for it yeah not much else i had from this part the story basically the, the the whole way that they kick off this movie they make it understood that most people going in are going to know who Batman is because they don't really give much backstory to this and it actually does take a while to actually get back to Batman as a character in this movie. Like, he shows up in the first part and then it's all about the Joker from there on out and how he's... uh, Well, I guess we'll just go right into it. Uh, Jack Nicholson plays Jack Napier, who is, uh, I don't know, a number two mobster guy who... I guess he works for the mob.
1: Yeah. So there's some sort of criminal like underworld thing that he's part of, but he's like, you were saying he's like the muscle man or something.
0: That's what they made it seem like. They really spent no time in building up who they are either. It's just like, we, they're obviously gangsters. Yeah. Look, we're smoking cigars. (laughs) We're smoking cigars inside. We're the bad guys. So yeah, we, we don't get introduced much. All we know is that he has to, Fix some sort of connection they have with the Axis Chemical Plant because uh, Harvey Dent's after them in a lawsuit or something like that. I mean, yeah. this is all kind of like they really rushed through it, I feel like. Yeah. I, I felt no connection to what they were talking about.
1: Yeah, I think that when we watched this initially, like when we were doing the movie, uh, the collection thing, I think I fell asleep during this one. Because we had to it's watch like nine easy. Batmans, right? We have nine Batman movies. So. Um, but yeah, it, it's very slow in the beginning. Like if you're not really actively involved, it'd be easy to kind of drift, but even watching it, it's like, yeah, I can't tell you what their group was all about other than they were bad guys. And it felt like, I didn't
0: know why the chemical plant was bad. Uh, All I know is that them being associated with this chemical plant is bad. And it was almost like, well, if it was a bad chemical plant, why is it... It's obviously up and running and doing stuff, so...
1: Did he want to... He wanted to blow it up, though, right? That was what... Well, they went there to go... Joker was supposed to do.
0: He was supposed to do whatever he had to do. But he went there, I guess, for their paperwork or whatever. You know, whatever tied the mob to that company.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is that then they went to... Bruce Wayne, I almost said Bruce Banner, um, Bruce Wayne's like party that he had, like his like fancy, is that before he kills or is that before he
0: drops Joker? in? Yeah. Okay.
1: So they go to that and, um, I don't know if you noticed, but like, cause like we're big, uh, gamblers, we like going to Vegas and my favorite game is craps and, in the there they have like a casino night at his mansion it's i i'm assuming some sort of fundraiser they don't even really say what it's for
0: yeah is it for this festival that everyone's (laughs) upset about not having like i just imagine like what is a festival like in gotham city that's got to be the most depressing thing i've ever seen in my life
1: i don't know this party looked fun though yeah but like the the one guy i think was it the commissioner i'm not sure who it was but he was playing craps do you remember him and his wife they were at the craps table and then like harvey dent and like some other guys were all trying to talk to him while he's playing craps yeah i got, i was, was, was paying commission?
0: attention yeah i mean oh, okay. i don't know if how important that is but yeah maybe it wasn't but
1: i was just like i was just marveled by how fast that craps game was that was the fastest fucking craps i've ever seen played he was just like throwing it he'd throw it then they give him the dice back. He'd threat, give him the dice back. Like, there was no, like, normally there's, like, a long pause in between dice rolls. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta like, to distribute everyone those everyone out. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> but he's just, like, rolling after rolling after rolling. Oh, I
0: didn't even really notice yeah. that. Yeah. That's funny. Though. It was, like,
1: very stressful, too, because everyone's trying to talk to him at the same time. And it's just, like, wow, this is not how Crafts is played at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then this the CCTV footage when he's in, like, I don't know if he's in the Bat, bat cave or where he is but he's watching the the footage and he sees the commissioner and harvey dent talking
0: yeah i think that was in his bat cave
1: yeah that was like weird that it it seems so strange that it was like cctv like it was like a, from a security camera i think we're supposed to made to believe but it's shot in the perfect angle. They're like in a corner whispering. You can hear them perfectly and see them perfectly framed in the TV
0: oh, when he's oh. watching it. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: yeah. And then that's how he knows that to go to the power or go to the the plant. That's you know, right. Something sketchy's going on when he sees that. But I just thought it was funny that it's like supposed to be like surveillance. Oh, yeah, and camera. it's obvious
0: at, like, hip level, like, at eye level somewhere.
1: Yeah, like, it looked like he was watching a TV show or something. It was like you could yeah. hear it crystal clear what they were saying and see them, like, perfectly on the... Mm-hmm. It wasn't even trying to be, like, a security camera.
0: Yeah, I mean, they even play that up a little bit in that same scene where later where you see Vicky Vale talking with that reporter in Bruce's museum wing of his house or oh, whatever yeah. i don't know his own private museum and then they do like his introduction where bruce wayne is going to show off in front of this reporter and you know shoot a shot with vicky vicky vale and then they pan off and there's like three video cameras on a shelf that are like stacked oh, yeah. pointed at them like oh yeah no one's going to notice these per- well, i don't know no, like a security system is supposed it was to be up a two-way
1: up, way right? mirror it was a two-way mirror
0: Oh, we passed through a mirror?
1: Yeah, they were on the other side of a mirror. Because they were looking in the mirror, and then you could see the cameras on the other side of the mirror.
0: Oh, okay, that makes more sense then. Because I just thought there mir- were cameras on shelves, and that was a security system. And I was like, well, that makes sense then, if it was...
1: But I did think it was like a little weird that there were there were three cameras, the same camera, all facing the same way. Yeah. Like.
0: Yeah, there was no variance in angles. It was just like, I just want three copies of, of the same... <laughs>
1: yeah that's actually kind of like the first time we ever see bruce at all right like this is our introduction is that yeah this is the introduction of bruce yeah
0: and it's also where we learn that something's going down and acts as chemical or bruce finds out that something's going down and decides to go check it out as batman
1: before we talk about the chemical plant can we just real quick talk about the cop outfits
0: Oh, yeah, the cop outfits. All the matching leather jackets that, like... Like,
1: like S&M, like, cops. I
0: don't don't even know if they're S&M, but, like, those jackets did not seem like male jackets. Like, anything that's leathering sort of stops at, like, just above the hip or wherever it was. It was just like, what is... Who would want to wear this? This is the worst. It
1: was like like a cop, like, at, like, a strip club or something. Yeah, like, like like they're gonna rip those off. Yeah, (laughs)
0: Start doing a sexy Batman dance.
1: So weird. And then the plant reminded me of like a Nickelodeon's Kids Choice Award. All the stuff, the chemicals and stuff, were all like bright green. They look like the slime in like a Nickelodeon show. Definitely slime quality.
0: (laughs) They I I don't even want to describe it as like a fight scene really. He doesn't do too much. He just kinda pops in and out from the shadows.
1: And then there's like a Lion King.
0: Yeah, they didn't. I don't know, like, they tried to linger on it like Batman was trying to save him. But they are also kind of lingering like he's doing this, like.
1: I thought he tried to save him. It looked like that to me.
0: It didn't look like near the end there when he finally let go, it was like, one of you guys aren't trying, and I think it's Batman.
1: No, his glove slipped off. I guess.
0: It just didn't look like he tried to save him to me. Wow. Well, it looks like there wasn't too much of an effort. Just like, oh, whoops. And then he, like, drops him, and then it's like, oh, okay, I'm out of here. Just yeah, like, I'm he leaving. Does,
1: he does just leave after.
0: So, yeah, that was weird to me. That Very, he just...
1: Kind of out of character for Batman. Yeah. but But, yeah, and then he... How does he even get out? Does he just get out himself of the vat?
0: Oh, Jack Nicholson? Yeah,
1: do we see him getting out? You
0: see him... I guess...
1: Oh, no, you see his hand, like, come out, like... I
0: don't even know if it's out out of the vat. It's, like, it's a shot from, like, outside of the building and like, the nearby river or something, and it's, like, he's washed out to this river, so it's, like, this chemical plant just, like, dumps its toxic waste vat just directly into the water supply out there because that's where he ends up.
1: Really? I thought I saw his his hand pops outside the vat. I thought that's how he... I
0: remember, like, a scene with water, and his hand pops up, out of the water, and there's like his playing card deck,
1: yeah. like cards from
0: his playing card deck. I'm pretty sure that wasn't in the. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I learned something interesting though. Do you remember the scene after that when he, there's like that weird surgeon that's like doing like. His, his oh yeah the mobster surgeon face or something
0: which it's like why he's the mobster surgeon it's like couldn't they put him in a nicer building than like yeah. what at look back alley surgeon
1: dungeon yeah all the tools are like look all rusty and shit yeah, he's like
0: sorry these are the only tools i had and it's all like yeah. the spiralizer tools for like well, so making spaghetti or something those, it's Like, what is this
1: those tools you should know, what? are the same props that were used in uh, Little Shop of Horrors.
0: Really? For yeah. the dentist scene? Yeah. The new one? Or the, no. the old original?
1: the one that... Oh. I think... Th- yeah, the one that... Uh... Oh. Is it the one that Jack Nicholson's in? You know what? I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, it has that to. would make
0: sense if it was the, the Jack Nicholson one, because I don't think Little Shop of Horrors came out until
1: that same year or something yeah close near yeah no yeah no i think it because when i read it it was like talking about how it's kind of ironic too because it was also jack nicholson yeah okay yeah then it was the original so yeah it was the original one yeah and they used the same props that's cool
0: i haven't i'll have to go back and watch that one again yeah and then they reveal his face and i mean with those tools he could have done worse it was just he gave him a weird permanent smile
1: I guess I don't know if he did that or if that was like the chemicals that did it, but
0: oh, that's right. Yeah, the smilex chemical—that's what was killing people. He was.
1: Oh yeah.
0: It gave them like really Wait, big. Wait. So grins. was
1: this was this chemical something that was bad like all along?
0: See, that's why that's <laughs> why they never explain any of this, and they were also like, oh yeah, uh, people are getting it because he's putting it in cosmetics and fragrances and stuff. Yeah. so it was targeting specifically like higher end like people or like women who like use these products yeah and it was just like well why it, it, like he wanted to terrorize the city yeah, but it who, was just
1: who 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 runs this chemical plant or maybe maybe that was it maybe the m- mobs run the chemical plant and that's why they wanted to blow it up to hide the evidence
0: well they didn't blow up the plant the plant is still up and running He never was set to blow up. Wasn't that what he
1: was supposed to do when he went there?
0: He was just supposed to make it so that there was no connection between the mob and that chemical factory like via paperwork, and he shows up there, and all the paperwork is gone or something like that. They don't do a lot of explaining, so I didn't really do a lot of care to really dissect the story too much.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well.
0: (laughs) I forgot what point you were trying to make.
1: I I wasn't. Uh. I was just (laughs) thinking. i was just i'm just still so confused about the chemicals and how it how it made his face the way it does but they had to do something to make him look like that so i guess that's I had to explain the white
0: skin and the green hair yeah. and i guess that drives him crazy it seemed like he was already kind of off the rails before like he was like a dick asshole but now he, he but he, now he's nuts
1: he's like was like way more of a psychopath after the yeah after the chemical thing
0: Mm -hmm. And then immediately from there, Jack Nicholson leaves and goes back. He calls a meeting of the mobsters, which is very much like the Dark Knight scene where the Joker gets all of the mobsters together to unveil his plan to kill the Batman. Mm -hmm. You can definitely see the similarities there. The hand buzzer that he uses on the head mobster guy to show him, Um, you know, Uh show him who's boss. But that even that was weird. Like he burns him alive. But yeah. the guy never screams the entire time. It's just like, he just shocks, <laughs> Like, the yeah, people around him are screaming more than the guy who's burning up from the inside out.
1: Yeah, that was a weird uh, weird scene. Good, like, great homage
0: for, I mean, I don't know. The, the way that it's portrayed in The Dark Knight is, I don't know, is now iconic. So you really have to tip your hat to this scene. Even though now it's like, just looking at it, it's not as good as that. But you can definitely see that there was you know, inspiration from this scene.
1: The thing I like about this Joker, it's more like gags, you know? Like, it's more like, this is something you'd find from, like, a freaking crazy joke shop. Like, it's not super sophisticated, but it's, like, just, like, crazy, like, Mm -hmm. weird.
0: That's what I also wanted to ask, is uh, why is it all of a sudden, what about these chemicals makes him really into art after this? Like, he talks about, like, oh, I want to be... I even have it written down somewhere, like... uh." Oh, yeah. So, the Joker, at one point, describes himself as a homicidal artist. Hmm. after And he's, like, all about the art. He's about arts and crafts. He's making that secret uh, dream board of whatever of random things that he wants. Like, that's how he comes across Vicky Vale. It's Mm -hmm. very weird how he's just, like, oh, I'm all about, like, the art of it. Which I can see people like we're very much comparing like Tim Burton to the Joker and that's why he has such a focus on this movie is he never admits yeah. it but there, you can definitely see that he connects more with the Joker character than he does with Batman in this. Well
1: yeah the whole movie is basically about the Joker which is great because Jack Nicholson does a great job and it's yeah. like it really does outshine Michael Keaton even though he does great too but like it's he's a way bigger character for yeah sure mm-hmm. um yeah well the art thing though is weird though because then he goes to the flugel Flugelheim museum and like ruins all the paintings so if he really likes art well i don't why think he really he,
0: enjoyed yeah. art like art as an art history i just think he liked saw himself as someone who made art and made art through killing i guess it, it, they don't really explain it either. That's why it's like, yeah. don't put too much thought into it when you're watching this movie. It's very much just like, look, just take this, you know, just keep running with it. Because if you think about it too logically, this movie falls apart yeah. completely.
1: Well, it's based on a comic book also. Right. But the part, the henchman part, the part that you were talking about where he gathers them all together. And then, or sorry, not the henchman, the the mob people. The mob people. Yeah bosses and then like he electrocutes that guy and then all of his like henchmen come in that he somehow acquired in the last like hours
0: that's right and, and he has different hen- or he has like a core group of henchmen that have cool uniforms
1: yes the uniforms yeah was what I was getting at. He's already got merchandise, like with his yeah. face on them and stuff. How, how could he do that so fast?
0: <laughs> like... He's a homicidal artist. He's all about the logo and branding.
1: <laughs> like it's... all of a sudden everything's branded. Yeah. Like we've got logos and patches sewn yeah. onto leather. It was...
0: This movie was all about the merchandising.
1: Yeah. All right, do we want to talk a little bit about Batman and Vicki Vale relationship?
0: i didn't like her
1: well yeah
0: she was very boring
1: she didn't have any sort of um oh no
0: there's I'm... no backstory even but i will admit she was the one character who was like i hope we don't waste time on backstory for her because she doesn't no. seem very interesting
1: well she was a model right or something
0: Kim ba- bassinger bassinger
1: yeah no in the movie wasn't she or no she was a photographer she was a reporter. photographer
0: reporter i thought
1: well, yeah, but she she was a photographer before that. Remember, she brought her like uh, portfolio to the museum to like show people. Oh, uh, like she yeah. Takes, she takes photos. That's her backstory. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: There's a guy with a with green hair and a white face fighting a guy dressed like a bat. Like, I don't really want yeah. to see your portfolio, your photography portfolio. I'm good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they they their first date is like so awkward at that i know yeah it, it's 16 like a person dinner table
0: it's like bruce is a 16 year old kid who doesn't know how dates work it's like let's have we're gonna have dinner but i guess we'll eat at this super long mr burns style table yeah. where we're like 50 feet apart from each other I did, I did like how they leaned into it though with like the gags like can you pass the salt and he has to like walk all the way over to pass the salt
1: i don't think the whole scene was michael keaton's idea but the part where he says um uh I've never been in this room or whatever. Oh Apparently, yeah, what a dick. He added that line in to like be kind of like a comic like <laughs> relief to it.
0: I mean, I guess that's a comic relief.
1: But it's just so it does also
0: seemed like a dick. Just like what a dick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's he's a rich like lonely bachelor, so Yeah. I don't know. I guess he doesn't have very many dates it was yeah. just funny it was like a 16 person dining table and they're like sitting on either side of it
0: 16 people on like one side let's i mean looking <laughs> at it it's it's ridiculously long no one would ever be able to fit this in a normal house like yeah. you'd have to build your house around this table
1: yeah and then the weird like doesn't she wake up at a certain point like I'm thinking it's the same night. They don't really give you any indication that it's like a second date or anything.
0: No, it's definitely the first date. Yeah. She sleeps with Batman on the first date.
1: Okay, yeah. Okay. And then she wakes up in the middle of the night and he's like hanging like a bat.
0: And she never mentions it, right? Like I have it written down that she she's totally cool with it pretty much. You see, she's
1: cool with everything. Yeah. Even when he reveals to her that he's Batman, she like doesn't even like have a reaction. That was uh That was actually I think
0: that comes a little bit after this part but yeah yeah like, yeah, no that, like her, that
1: her character has no emotion really at all yeah kim bassinger 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 bassinger
0: i don't know i i, I <laughs> say it both ways so I, I at least get it once right one, half of the time
1: yeah not a huge fan of her character i right? mean she was
0: fine it was just like her character was like very uninteresting yeah so I'm glad they kind of glossed over Or they didn't spend too much time
1: So the So basically Joker He like tricks her Vicky Vale Into going to meet At the Flugelheim Museum That He like Sets it up like it's a date or something
0: Well that's right yeah Well, You we were talking about this earlier You yeah. kind of switched over to the date portion Yeah yeah Uh, but yeah, he, he meets up with her and he destroys the The
1: Prince stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. The Prince music at the museum. That was so forced. I felt like party man. It it didn't, didn't
1: mix. The whole song's like about a party man or something. It's like clearly just made for the movie and it's just so weird. Like Jack Nicholson and all his henchmen just doing like a weird, dance jogging walk thing throughout this i don't know it wasn't trying to ruin all the paintings and you
0: could tell that it was kind of clockwork orange inspired but at the same time didn't have the same power
1: oh i guess but with prince
0: but with prince (laughs) i didn't why did he have to be in i didn't like the prince i didn't like it
1: like can we just keep the the danny elfman stuff
0: yeah and so, at the museum, after the Joker confronts Vicky Vale, he unveils his plan to dose everyone with a smilex, right
1: yeah, like this chemical that he's created that makes everyone have joker faces.
0: Why we don't know, yeah, <laughs> you know to what end, who knows i mean you who I don't know,
1: yeah, no. Don't really know Joker's motive here, but I mean, he's also just like a madman. So I think like, we're not really supposed to have a answer. I guess,
0: but he just has a very detailed plan for anarchy. Just like, you could just set buildings on fire. It would have the same end (laughs) result, but no, I want everyone to have smiley faces. (laughs) Like that's the, that's the evil world I want to live in. So,
1: and then he shows, shows her his, his like girlfriend or whatever.
0: Oh yeah. Look what I did to my girlfriend. And then he takes off her, like, Phantom of the Opera mask. Yeah, yeah. And and go ahead.
1: (laughs) Oh, she's like, yeah, he takes it off and her face is just, like, mildly burned. Yeah. It's not even, like, she doesn't even have the Smile X thing.
0: No, I was looking at her, and the cut is so quick. Like, they make it like, oh, this is so gruesome, you can't see too much of it. But in that short clip, I was like, was that just a little bit of vitilago on her face? Like, what was that? She looks
1: scarier with the...
0: With the Phantom mask on, of the yeah, <laughs> and
1: mask. And then she did with it. Yeah, off. you're
0: causing people to have nightmares over here, lady. Like, just...
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so then I guess like Batman comes in and saves her.
0: Saves her, takes her back to her apartment. Oh yeah, you want he had a note. It, about well, this part.
1: I I didn't write it down. I just remember it from the from the movie. Like when they're escaping, he like takes her on with like the. What is it called? Is that a battering? Is it like a grappling hook? Oh, yeah. The thing that, like, like, yeah, the the grappling hook. Yeah. But it's like automatic, too. He can, Mm -hmm. like, slide up. So, like, he takes her on that thing. And before he grabs her, he's like, How much do you weigh? And she's like, 103 or so. So it was something like that, 10 something. Yeah. And then he gets her up, and then, like, they stop halfway. And so then he just is like, Hold on to this. Don't don't let go and he jumps off and then later on when he goes to pick her up again or whatever save her because there's this whole chase that ensues throughout this whole part yeah but then later on he's like you weigh more than 106 or whatever (laughs) it's just like what the hell oh yeah that's why i didn't have that i was writing it down because at the end of
0: that scene they end up outside of the museum batman and vicky vale and he's like get in the car and she's like in what car And it's like, there's only police cars and then this huge bat shaped (laughs) Batmobile with a jet engine on it. It's like, how about we get in the one with the engine on it? Like Jesus.
1: (laughs) And then he just abandons it. Oh yeah. Stopped
0: by mild traffic and a bulldozer that like, for whatever reason is doing construction at what time is this? 11 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: that's that's another bad special effects scene is when it like armors itself.
0: Oh, Armadillo's up. Yeah. yeah. It's like, "What's the But it and then it's revealed later it can drive itself." So it was like, "What? It's this is like simultaneously the dumbest and smartest car I've ever seen." It's yeah. it doesn't work though in this movie. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And so she's safe now, and then he Batman
0: tries to tell her or Bruce Wayne tries to tell yeah, her. Yeah, Bruce Wayne
1: goes to uh, Vicky Vale's apartment and tries to tell her that he's Batman, and he fails because he's a little bitch.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, and then the Joker like, comes in, yeah, unexpectedly. Okay.
0: Yep. And that's when we're hit with the big reveal, which is yeah. also an awful reveal. Yeah. That... Yeah.
1: He's like, he's like, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Is that it? Yep. And then. They're like, Why do you say that? And he's like, That's just something I say to my prey or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. <And> something then... <laughs> stupid
0: like that. Okay, yeah, fine, whatever.
1: And then Batman has then we see the flashback of how Batman became Batman when his yeah. parents died and 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 then it's revealed that Batman or sorry, uh Joker Jack Nicholson, as a young Jack Nicholson was the one who killed his parents.
0: Yeah. So in this movie universe, Joker is the one who created Batman, and Batman is also going to create a Joker.
1: Yeah, wow.
0: Which was something that Tim Burton wanted, much to the anger of the fans, who all know that Joe Chill is actually the one who killed Batman's parents, well, okay. not the Joker.
1: Okay, you don't have
0: to... <laughs> no time to nerd out.
1: We don't need to go into all the specifics, but... Yeah. And then, so she finds out eventually, though, that that he's Batman because freaking Alfred gives no fucks. Just, yeah. Hey, look who I brought. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, breaking the one rule, dude. Like, you don't let people into the Batcave. Like, what are you thinking? The
1: whole movie, he's trying to not be found out as Batman, and Alfred knows this.
0: This is the... He is the worst Alfred in the entire Batman universe. He is the worst Alfred.
1: Really? I just love the character. I love all of them. I just mean, like,
0: in this movie... Yeah. The only Alfred to let someone who... I mean, I, does he let... Does Alfred let uh What's-her-face... Batman brings, in another movie, Batman brings someone to the Batcave.
1: Yeah, but Alfred straight up but Alfred blew is, his yeah. cover. He's like, I sure. brought, her, <laughs> brought her in. Surprise! Yeah,
0: I just let her hang out in the Batcave with all your gadgets. Like, I'm yeah. sure that's cool, right? Yeah. And, uh, oh, oh yeah, so that was another thing that we hadn't mentioned. Uh, the Joker is constantly, like, watching news reports that are on <laughs> Batman and himself. And then I love, I just love the way that he he shuts the TV off by destroying it. Yep, yeah, I wrote but that like down too. Like shooting it, yeah. Like the first one was like a special gun with a a boxing mitt on the end of it, like an extendo arm it was boxing like a mitt.
1: Bo- one of those boxing mitt things that like.
0: But it had like the trigger of a gun on the bottom of yeah. it, so that's how like you shot it, and that's yeah. how he destroyed it the first time you see it.
1: And then he gets another TV and he kills he it, with shoots like it with a, a shotgun. Yeah or something yeah Yeah, second one he shot i don't know were there more tvs or was it only
0: i don't know i do have a note here that he it's just like what is his tv he budget ran just like...
1: through so many tvs yeah <laughs> anything he saw he, if joker were alive in 2020 <laughs>
0: oh yeah he'd just be smashing phones everywhere just like damn it just gotta go get a new get a new iphone oh my god from here we we find um the joker he's like holding a parade downtown where he's trying to get people to come up to him like i'm gonna give away 20 million dollars by just throwing it out in hard cash from a parade float to people and then that was his way of gathering people to dose them all with smilex which has been slowly like killing a couple people around the city but like this is supposed to be like the big finale for him Yeah, And what I didn't get was like, or what I had a question about was they have another Prince song that plays during the money throwing scene out in the street. And I was like, are people hearing the Prince music out here? Like, is he playing Prince music? Because weren't they
1: dancing to it?
0: But it was like, is he actually playing this song that we're hearing? Are they playing different music and people are dancing to something else? Because it's like, it was such a weird song because isn't it about like Batman or something? I just felt like the lyrics were just weird. I think all the,
1: the all the songs were wrote for this movie and no one ever heard these songs ever again. Yeah. <laughs> I never, I've never heard any of the Prince songs that were in this movie before.
0: Yeah. It was,
1: uh. Like if you're going to hire Prince to make music for your movie, like. Just use, make sure
0: it's not a Batman one. Like it use doesn't.
1: hits. Like use. Or red, why, why, why shoehorn? Red. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It just, I don't know.
1: It didn't belong.
0: Yeah, it never belonged. I don't think it it needs to either to be a good movie.
1: Uh, the Batman comes in with his, like, Batwing helicopter plane thing.
0: It's a plane, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, okay. Plane. Some sort of plane. And he's shot down by the comically large pistol, like the super long barrel that, like, Jack Nicholson has in his pants the whole time, where it's like, If you had that in there, there's no way you'd be able to bend your knees. Like, you'd have to straight leg it the entire time that was in there. (laughs) Uh, But also, uh, you could definitely tell the homage because there's that chicken, that like game of chicken that they play where he's coming at him in the bat wing and the Joker has this comically large pistol. And uh, the Dark Knight where he has a showdown where he has a motorcycle and he's driving right out at the Joker. So, that's another homage I had noticed that Nolan put into his movies.
1: I didn't even notice that.
0: Mhm. So yeah, so uh Joker ends up shooting him down. Uh they he takes Vicky Vale with him and
1: Joker takes Vicky Vale. Yeah. And they go to the top of this cathedral for some reason.
0: Sure. Fits the style. <laughs>
1: it's like really weird. And then Batman, so the, the question, a big question I have about this ending part is Batman's taking the stairs the whole way up, this like, probably only... 30 stories up, <laughs> yeah. this huge bell tower. Why doesn't he just use his, um... Grappling hook? Grappling hook.
0: Only brought three hooks tonight. I'm, I'm out no, of no, no,
1: no, he uses it later. Oh, he does? He uses it later.
0: I was just joking, but yeah, I... <sighs>
1: He uses it later for something with the gargoyle or something. He, I forget what he does with it, but I remember being like, okay, I guess he's. Oh, that's a... how he
0: saves himself at the end is with a grappling hook.
1: So maybe he was just like, I got to save this one. I only have one Well, maybe left. he was
0: like looking for them. Like he didn't know that they were the very top, which obviously would be the first place I checked, but
1: uh, okay. I don't know. Well, that was. Because you don't want to
0: get to the top and be like, oh, they were on the third floor. I should have checked.
1: Yeah. That was kind of the last thing that I was confused about in this movie. That yeah, I, why he last, took the stairs. The last note I wrote was, you're Batman, why are you taking the stairs? <laughs> you have all these cool technology things. It's not even like you've been fighting like, yeah, all you have day. Yeah, you have a you plane. Just, yeah, you just got out all equipped to do this fight, and you're out of these special tools. <laughs> I don't
0: yeah. know. Yeah, and then we have the fight scene, which is fine. It's Weasley. not memorable.
1: How come he, like, dances with... Oh, because all the henchmen. He's, like, fighting... He has to fight all the henchmen first. And then he fights Joker. Yeah. And then who's got Vicky... Who's, like, doing some weird tango dance with Vicky Vale. um, Up until Batman comes and defeats him.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: And he almost gets away. But Batman, like... Somehow shoves him off the He attaches a
0: gargoyle. Like, oh yeah, that's right. He's almost escaped in a helicopter. Yeah. And then Batman is able to attach a gargoyle to his foot.
1: And, and it's such a bad fall scene.
0: Oh All yeah. the fall
1: scenes, all the fall scenes are terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, was that really the best special effects that we had? I feel like other movies aren't that bad. I don't know. Like, he is really bad.
0: Yeah, any of the vertical shots were just like very poorly done.
1: And that's that's how it ends that's... yep
0: and then we they uncover the bat signal oh, and yeah. that's the end of the movie. What was your overall opinion of this movie?
1: I have a lot of things that I don't like about this movie, but I also mm-hmm. have a lot of things that I do like like it's a very iconic movie for a lot of different reasons, but yeah. it's just done in a very boring way like I don't know uh, yeah I I wouldn't say that there's anything I could say that I would do to make it better other than maybe the special effects but like the just the way it's written it's kind of drug out like it's just very long and I like the tone of it I liked how dark it is and stuff it brings that element of like you know the dark vigilante like rooting batman you
0: can definitely see the bones of it yeah, the, yeah there was definitely something there
1: all those things i liked and i liked uh jack nicholson as the joker like a lot that's mm-hmm. probably the best part of this whole movie um but it just was too long it like it could have and also the motive thing like the yeah. whole like why why is he doing this what are what's happening what is Smile X? Why? Right. What's he trying to accomplish? But, I mean, you know, it is a comic book movie. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, what did you, what about you? Uh,
0: I mean, we both, I think we both, before we got married, both knew that Batman was one of our you know, favorite superheroes. So I remember this movie meaning a lot to me as a kid but now that I look back on it, I, I didn't really watch this one movie in particular a lot, but the animated series I watched a lot, which was, I learned was partially made because this movie, mm. um, like it took the art deco style and it was actually part of the deal that the original executive producer secured from DC. They, they secured the options for this movie or for the film movies and for animation, but not TV. So they were able, they produced, once this was a hit, they, you know, became a three movie series and then they did the animated series and they kept the same style from the Burton one. So there's definitely like, watching this movie again, it made me appreciate it more actually. Uh, But definitely this, as a movie, as a standalone movie, it's just not great. Yeah, I learned like it was basically just a huge compromise to get it done. Like there was a lot of things about it that, you know, probably could have been done better, but for a for a franchise that was kind of waning at the time, you really have to they really had to get something out. And it helped like inspire a lot, I think, of like some of the best Batman content we've got. Yeah. So I don't know I appreciate in that aspect of it. And I do agree with like the Joker Jack Nicholson Joker was great. I actually didn't even mind Michael Keaton as Batman, but it just... He didn't... At least in this one, it does set up a great sequel. I, I do like the Batman Returns a lot better yeah. than Batman.
1: Yeah, it's definitely better. But it, it's, it's like... It's like the first of its kind, you know, like any other... It's gonna be rough. First yeah. movie, you know, there's a lot to... There's a lot to unpack and it's it's overwhelming and it, it has so much like it has to be good, you know? Yeah. But I think for the time and for what Batman was at the time, like I think it, it was good. But now with all the Batman content we have now, going back to this in 2021 is kind of like boring. I don't
0: know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a harder sell, especially when there's yeah. so much more great batman content out there like every time like every time we showed one of the smilex scenes it it reminded me of like my favorite animated batman movie the mask of the phantasm where there's also like another i I don't know if it's called smilex also but it's uh, a chemical that like gives people that really like large grin Mm -hmm. and it definitely was so much creepier in that than it was in this movie this movie was kind of like comical a little bit it was
1: still creepy though it like, was
0: but it wasn't i guess we're just like so desensitized with all the creepy stuff that we can watch now that this was just very tame it seems by yeah. comparison uh
1: well great. do you want to go into like the history of making the movie
0: now? yeah uh let's i'll start out with uh my pre-production notes i wanted to do a little research on this movie and really dive into what was the lead-up this because i I knew that there had been you know the adam west batman he had a movie so this technically wasn't even the first feature film batman it was just a kind of return to form to how bob kane had originally introduced the character from what i learned from pre-production notes that were interesting tim burton had no history of comic books he wasn't really a fan which honestly come you know comes as no surprise when you watch this movie As far as how the Batman character is written, it's not, I mean, it's definitely brooding. You can tell the influences that they took from the Frank Miller uh, graphic novels, but it was just like, other than the homages to that work, you could tell that there wasn't really an understanding of who this person is, or like, even like, they didn't spend a lot of time trying to explain it. I think a lot of this movie felt like look you know who batman is we're doing him dark this time so just you know play along like we're not going to explain everything twice so you can credit tim burton with the style of this movie though it it looks great like the gothic look still holds up to this day i I think that's like the biggest contribution that he made to this movie and even when you ask him now he, he says he hates the story but like the art design style is still, he loves it. So I, I think my opinion of this movie falls in line with Tim Burton's. There was a writer strike in 1988 that apparently affected the movie. Uh, the lead writer was kind of locked out at the time. So I think there were some scenes that they had to rewrite without him. Mm-hmm. So that wraps up my pre-production notes. Uh, do you have anything interesting on casting?
1: So it's actually interesting um, when you read about the history of the casting for for this movie. And, um, you know, when Tim Burton got called in to direct it, he initially wanted Michael Keaton. And, um, and this was like a year after Beetlejuice came out, when it was finally greenlit. And so everybody had just associated Michael Keaton with a comedy actor. You know, he had been in Mr. Mom, he had been in Beetlejuice, and...
0: Mr. Mom. And
1: people were (laughs) afraid that it was going to turn into the 1960s TV show type Batman, which, you know, like, this was supposed to be, like, you know, for the comic book nerds, you know, the people that were real fans of Batman. So everybody kind of took this, like, very seriously. Um, So, yeah, there were a lot of, lot of bad... Like a lot of people hated that. There were like fifty thousand protest letters that were sent to WB offices when he when they found out he was cast. Remember
0: when we used to write letters? <laughs> <laughs> now we just have fifty thousand angry comments.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'd be that's crazy it that is. there were fifty thousand. You um, had to
0: write a letter, go to the post office, get a stamp, like find out where their office was you have to be pretty yeah. angry to send a letter
1: yeah apparently um, apparently before Michael Ke- before he decided on Michael Keaton he actually wanted to have like an actor that wasn't as known be Batman um, but the studios didn't want him to do that but his actual one of his considerations was um, Willem Defoe and Willem Dafoe wasn't, mm. like, well-known for anything, really, at the time. And, like, some people say, apparently, that he was considered for Joker, but it really, he was really considered for Batman. I could um, see
0: him crushing either of those roles. Yeah. That would have been great.
1: Yeah, some uh, just some other actors that were considered for Batman. Um, because the studio was, like, not behind him casting, uh, behind, like, Tim Burton's casting choices at all, because... They thought Batman is an action hero. He needs to be like an action guy. So these are this is just a list of some of the actors that they were considering for the role of Batman. Mel Gibson, Kevin Costner, Charlie Sheen, Tom Selleck, Bill Murray, Harrison Ford, Dennis Quaid, and Pierce Brosnan.
0: Charlie Sheen is so small. They were considering him for Batman? Yes.
1: Well, I mean, because I think... Wasn't he in like action movies around then? Like yeah. all these, all these guys were all in action movies in the '80s, and so they were all like taking them from, you know, taking that from that.
0: I guess so. Yeah.
1: So it's just interesting yeah, it to think interesting. about how different this movie would be if like it was like Mel Gibson Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Michael Keaton did a great job. Um, I also read that he's he was like a logic freak, or he he described himself as a logic freak so much like me he, he was like picking apart the script and being like you know this is gonna be so easy for them to find out that Batman is Bruce Wayne like we like you know he's like going over all the stuff with Tim Burton and he's like yeah. we gotta make it different so he was like pitching all these ideas like oh we're contact lenses or whatever and then he finally decided um, you know Tim Burton agreed he, he let him like perform Batman with like a lower voice. And that that was the first time that had been done, I guess. And then ever mm-hmm. since then, that is how Batman is. You know, Bruce Wayne has a normal voice, and then Batman's like, "I'm Batman," you know, yeah, deep voice. So that was that was all uh, Michael Keaton's doing that. And he also came up with the "I'm Batman" line too. Um, the script in the it's like the first nine minutes of the movie, the you see him with the um, the thugs that he's you know beating up and they're like who are you and he says i'm batman but really um, the line was i am the knight which i think was rightfully changed
0: yeah does not roll off the tongue <laughs> no that would have taken a lot of time <laughs> a lot not of time. at all
1: and then um, just talking about our other main star the joker um, which of course was played by jack nicholson who was 52 at the time just randomly I, I was curious about that mm-hmm. I didn't realize I thought he would have been younger but um, he some other actors that they considered for Joker were Tim Curry which would have oh, been really cool
0: Tim Curry would have been cool
1: they even considered David Bowie which I'm guessing because Labyrinth yeah. maybe Um, John Lithgow Ray oh, okay. Liotta <laughs> and James Woods
0: James Woods
1: yeah and they actually, so they actually asked Jack Nicholson initially, and then I think he turned it down or something. And then they went to Robin Williams, and Robin mm. Williams was like, Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, it sounds cool. Then they told Jack Nicholson that they got Robin Williams, and Jack Nicholson was like, No, I'm, I'll do it. And so they like used Robin Williams as bait for this role. And wow. then, yeah, and then like, some I guess petty Robin, moves. really really fucked up. And I guess um, Robin Williams was really butthurt about it. He didn't do another WB film uh, until they apologized to until the studio apologized.
0: Well, yeah, so was, they Cuz totally they asked them, screwed him on
1: it. They asked him to come back and to be the Riddler in uh Batman Forever Yeah. Time? Jim and, Carrey though. Yeah, Jim Carrey. It was great. I, I don't think he could have done a better job, but
0: I think it would have been interesting, but Yeah.
1: <laughs> But yeah he turned it down and he's like, "No, and I'm not doing anything w b until you guys apologize to me. Good for you, Robin Williams. Put your foot down. <laughs> but that was like so messed up it like that they up. did that, but so Jack Nicholson got it, obviously, and he's amazing, and he was their top pick, and unlike um Michael Keaton, everybody was like stoked about that pick. everyone was really happy. all the fans were like excited um And then, but like, he had all these really strange demands and I wrote them down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had heard about that. I'd heard, I'd read little bits of this, but Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you have a comprehensive list.
1: So he had this thing called the off the clock agreement. So he had his contract specified the amount of hours he was entitled to have off each day from the time he left until the time he reports back. Um, he also had in his, or in his contract or listed demands or whatever, he had to be off for Laker home games so that he could attend. Of course. Of course. Um, he had, he demanded that all scenes be shot in three, in a three week block. But of course that ended up taking, it ended up taking 106 days, I guess, his shooting. Yeah, I bet. Um, and then he reduced it, which is, this is probably the smartest thing he could have ever done. Um, he reduced his standard fee, which at the time I guess was $10 million to $6 million in exchange for a cut of the earnings, including merchandise.
0: Oh, genius. Yeah. He's an evil genius.
1: They (laughs) said that he could have received as much as $90 million from this movie.
0: Smart moves. Always go for the merchandising deal. That is insane.
1: His other thing that he demanded was top billing. On all the promo materials, which if you do you notice... He, he is yeah. the villain. He is. He's pretty movie. much the main character. He's the main
0: character. This is essentially Joker. This is the first Joker movie.
1: Yeah. I also found some, like, interesting... I, I, it's not so much actors, but I guess the Batmobile is kind of like a character. Um, I just found out what the Batmobile is made of. Did you ever know?
0: I found out what it's built on. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do you want me to... Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, the Batman Batmobile is twenty feet long, which is six meters. Mm-hmm.
0: I had this toy by the way as a kid. I had I, merge, did? I had that Batmobile from the I remember I mean, that toy. Batmobile.
1: I didn't have it, but I yeah. my friends did. Um it's built on a Chevy Impala cha- chassis mm-hmm. chassis. Yeah. Um, it has the Impala engine, Ferrari taillights, a London bus fuel cap. <laughs> uh jet engine parts from a harrier jump jet and randomly honda civic headlights <laughs>
0: because they're cheap you can get.
1: <laughs> i guess so
0: i don't know get them in any auto zone. said
1: something about he saw them on his wife on his girlfriend's car or something and decided those were the ones he wanted to go with interesting yeah
0: i had seen also did you see who owns it now
1: no, that I didn't Batmobile?
0: see that. No. I think, if I'm reading this correctly, I'll have to double check and we can get this in editing if I'm wrong, but I did read that, I think comedian Jeff Dunham bought the Batmobile. What? He owns that Batmobile now and he put a Corvette engine in it so that he could make it street legal.
1: The one that they this used for the movie? Or yeah. just like a prototype?
0: No, I, I guess he bought the one from this movie. Like, I don't know if it's the prototype or... Wow. The one that was actually in the film, but I think he owns it.
1: Wow, that's crazy. What about in the box office? How did it do that year?
0: Yeah, uh, it actually broke a lot of records. Uh, it grossed forty point four nine million in its opening weekend. Wow. When it opened, and it actually broke the record, uh, ousting Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which had thirty seven million on its opening weekend, and Ghostbusters two which opened to 29.4 Wow so it was a huge hit uh, right out of the gate and actually it set up a it also set another record for fast at the time for fastest to reach 100 million which it reached in eight uh, 11 days
1: dang yeah that's crazy it and was-
0: uh, it was critically acclaimed uh, you can still go online people still love this movie. Batman also changed the industry, too. I, I do have a list of things that have changed since the release of this movie. Uh, number one, increased importance of opening weekend box office receipts. Since it broke so many records, this became like one of the you know metrics that they measured how popular a movie is going to be. Uh, it narrowed the window from when films were in theaters to video, uh, to video release, which caused the demise of second-run movie theaters. Mm -hmm. which is why there's so few of them out is because this started the trend of movies going from theaters to movie to video quicker than, so there was no space for these theaters that were running them again and making money off of the second run. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Uh, It also led to more acquisitions of properties for film adaptations, which could also be leveraged for merchandise. They learned their lesson after giving Jack Nicholson his paycheck yeah (laughs) the mpaa's p213 became the gold rating for film producers uh after this movie and offbeat non-traditional casting opportunities for genre films there was a lot more people were willing to take risks on actors who had been typecast as certain characters so you know this movie as a whole i think has you know really set up the entire universe that we get to enjoy that we can just like look back and be so smug about how bad this movie is now. But yeah, we, I don't know. It put a lot on the line. It changed, it changed a lot about the industry, superhero movies. Like this is like a keystone movie. If you don't have this, you don't have a lot of the stuff that we have now.
1: And thinking of it now too, it's like, we have so many superhero movies now and you know, when they come out, it's like, it's pretty much, even if it's not great, like if it's like the new wonder woman, You know, it's still going to be a hit, you know? Like, it's still, like, a popular movie. At this time, like, that was not a a guarantee. Oh, yeah. Like, this was definitely a first of its kind. Okay, so I thought it'd be funny to do, like, a would you rather. Um, So, Greg, would you rather have a Mel Gibson Batman or a Dennis Quaid Batman?
0: Uh... They're both terrible choices. In... Maybe Mel Gibson. I don't know if Dennis Quaid can clean up enough to be Batman. He'd be like... I'll put him in the the Dark Knight, right? like the old man Batman. I don't know. I'm just thinking of him as an older guy now. I, yeah. I don't know.
1: I can't see Mel Gibson as Batman, but I guess maybe...
0: Dennis Quaid had that rough Midwestern quality, which I guess, um, Michael Keaton, you could say, uh, he has that Midwestern, I don't know that uh, that's a tough, <laughs> I wouldn't be happy with either of them. I don't know. Maybe Mel Gibson. Maybe. Okay. I could see him doing it. Uh, would you rather be Jack Nicholson? with the buffalo bill white kabuki face that he has as joker or would you just be regular buffalo bill where he puts on the weird doll face makeup or whatever <laughs> the horrifying skin makeup he put on himself That yeah was...
1: to cover up his, his...
0: <laughs> as if that didn't make him less horrifying was yeah. that he wasn't white
1: just <laughs> that's a tough one part of me wants to say the the weird the flesh colored painting one um just because I'd blend in more. Oh, I could, like... Because if I had, like, the white face, the super white face is, like, would be easy. But at the same time, I could probably disguise myself as, like, something else, like a mime or... or yeah. I don't know. I, I'd have to go with the uh, Buffalo Bill, like, normal style. The natural Buffalo Bill style. <laughs> the natural. The flesh-colored. <laughs> yeah, which actually that... Uh, that was a whole thing, too, in the movie, because they had to make
0: oh all those prosthetics, I bet,
1: yeah, but like the the they basically had to make the effect that his skin was white, and they had covered it up with um you know makeup on top of it, yeah, and so there's that part where he wipes it off, right, and mm-hmm. you see the white underneath, and they had to use special makeup to make it work like that because, yeah. yeah. I read about it. That's I don't, crazy. I, I didn't write it down, but I just remember that being like a special thing they had to do for that scene. Yeah. So that not all the makeup would come off when he wiped it off. And yeah. I never like, thought
0: about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely would be a challenge. Yeah. So I think that'll conclude our podcast for the 1989 Batman film. Do you have anything that you wanted to add before we sign off? No,
1: on? I think we covered everything. Um, learned some interesting stuff that I didn't know before
0: yeah and i will say like we are critical of this movie but batman has been one of the few characters that we've lived our entire lives with them being around other than like like we were trying we were discussing this earlier like mickey mouse i mean there's what character has been around and revamped this long yeah you said superman that was a good one uh i mean i guess you could say sonic the hedgehog has been around for a while now is still around he just had that new movie the new well, sonic movie yeah
1: i know but the, he wasn't around not as long as these no not like, as long as these guys these are like batman's from the 30s and yeah. superman even older maybe mm-hmm.
0: than that. yeah i guess we're starting to get some of our old marvel characters back in like all the new marvel series and stuff but you know we not characters don't usually live this, live this long so yeah. it's it's been interesting to see how he's sort of lasted through the years it's it's kind of amazing yeah if you want to follow us our instagram again is epic movie collection and our hashtag is greg and katie's epic movie collection thanks for listening stay tuned for more we'll be back again soon with a third episode